The Spirit of God is moving upon His people and He is raising up a generation that is prepared for power that will touch this world. Hello, my friends. It's the Remnant Warrior here on Corporate Criminals, Conspiracies, and Cover-Ups. It's time for you all to wake up and shift your paradigm. This world is the kingdom of darkness and we are living in its last days. It won't be long before the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. The heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat and the earth and everything therein shall be burnt up. The Luciferian elite have been setting up the new world order and now they've established the globalist beast system for the rise of that wicked one and revealing of the man of sin who comes after the workings of Satan. Don't take my word for it. Read the Bible and you'll know that perilous times shall come in the last days. And we are in the last days. God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together in one place. The dry land appeared. It was so. And God called the dry land, what? Earth. 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 Now go to verse 14. God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven. Divide the day from the night. Let them be for signs, seasons, for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light to the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights. All right, what are these lights? The what? Sun and the moon. Did you just read in your Bible that the earth is older than the sun? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You just read in your Bible that the earth was here before the sun. Right? You certainly did. Now, that's a big deal. Now, here's what you get into. There's two big words I'm going to throw out here to you. That's what I'm going to give them to you. And I want you to think about it. Geocentric and heliocentric. So what does that mean? It's just a big word. You pay for the education. Let the folks know you in school. Here's what it means. Geocentric means that the earth is the center of the universe. Heliocentric means that the sun is the center of the universe, known universe, our solar system. And everything revolves around the sun. With a geocentric view, the sun and everything revolves around the earth, and the earth is fixed where it is. Now, here's the thing. My little, my little uh, excursion into this has revealed that most of the people that believe in a geocentric view of the earth also believe that the earth is flat. I'm gonna throw some things out there for you this morning. I love debate. If what you believe is real, and you really believe it, and you have a foundation for that belief, you should be able to defend it. I have no respect for somebody who says, well, I believe this and that, and you don't have anything to back it up. I'm not saying I believe in a flat earth. No. But there are some interesting points they make. Let me give you one. How many understand if the earth is a ball out here in space, then it has a curvature to it, right? It has a curvature. It's going to have a curvature. You're going to see a curvature. 
Now, what's going to be more apparent is the higher you get, the more you're going to be able to see the curvature, right? In other words, you have to get to a point in space where you're able to look down on the earth and see the curvature of the earth. And therefore, prove without a doubt, prove without a doubt that the earth is round. Now, this gets into the scientific geology or geography or whatever they are who measure things like this. But did you know that in Lake Michigan, Chicago, Illinois sits on the western bank of Lake Michigan? I mean, I don't know that. Chicago, Illinois, it's a good-sized town. At one time, Chicago was the second largest town in America. Chicago, Illinois. It sits right there. It butts right up again Lake Michigan. Right up against it, Lake Michigan. You can go 40 miles, 40 miles across the peninsular part of Michigan. I forget the name of the town over there, and it's in another state. And you can get out there on a boat 40-something miles away from Chicago and look across Lake Michigan, and you can see the skyline of Chicago, Illinois. A meteorologist was talking about what he called a, what is that thing, a mirage? A mirage, a phenomenon of a mirage. That makes sense, doesn't it? That makes sense for the curvature of the earth. How many follow me here now? See, he was trying to explain to people, how can we 40 miles away see and Chicago? what we're seeing here is a mirage. And, and he was explaining to them how that the light was coming up and bouncing back down, and it was a mirage. You weren't really seeing Chicago by looking straight at it. You were seeing a reflection of Chicago through the, through the clouds and the atmosphere, whatever else is up there. So these guys up there, they got in this boat. <laughs> You've always got somebody like this. <laughs> they hooked up their cameras. They had to wait for a certain day to come clear enough because 40 miles is a long way to see, folks. And they got in their boat and they hooked up their cameras and they focused in on Chicago and you could barely see it. Barely because of the haze and the distance. But they kept their cameras trained on Chicago, Illinois, and they begin to cross Lake Michigan. And do you know something? Nothing ever changed except Chicago got clearer. Now, if you're following me in all of this, here's the point. If the earth is curved, they should not have been able to see Chicago 40 miles away. Is that right? I'm not saying I believe it, but it makes me think. How did they see Chicago? Airline pilots, when they go up, flight level, let's say, 3-0, in other words, 30,000 or 35,000 feet in the air. Let's say they're up there at 35,000 feet. As they rise in that aircraft, did you know what? Amazing thing happens. The horizon rises. Now, if the horizon was curved, would it rise or would it fall? <laughs> so you believe in the flat earth? No, but I believe in listening to what they got to say. You see, here's their point. Their point is that God made the earth and he made everything else as it relates to the earth. And the earth is the center of God's plan for man. And that it is here the issue of sin and salvation is settled. And that 
because of that, the earth is primary and is of primary importance in God's creation. In plain words, you're not going to find anything out there that is nearly as important as what you've got going on here. Now, as far as that's concerned, I go with them 100%. I'm going to read a little more about the flat earth. Here's why. I may never believe the earth is flat, but I may learn a lot of things from it that may help me understand my Bible in ways that I could never understand it before.